What's up, everyone? This is episode 113 of Nerds with Mikes. I'm Justin. Hi, I'm Emily. Hello. And I am Travis. And today we're going to be talking about Ted Lasso, Tribes of Midgard, Dexter, and EA Play. And I put those out of order so you don't know what to expect. (laughs) Uh, But before we get to that nonsense, I want to know what you two have been up to. Also, you know, Terry's not here. He won't be on the show again tonight. Um, but didn't he have something to say, or is he not ready for that yet, Travis? Uh, he's not ready for that announcement oh, yet. Uh, my bad. Sorry, yeah, Terry. Way to, yeah, way to go. Way to <laughs> go. But uh, but yeah, we have uh, yeah we have some news coming, um, but yeah. uh, not quite ready to make that announcement yet. Yeah, I'm but, just uh, rewind. That's the benefits of doing this live. Is yeah, that I get to say stupid. I should have asked before I clicked the button. But uh, it's fine, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> All right, Travis. What have you been up to? I'm so glad you remembered because last week I completely skipped over this section and we had to go back uh, to it. So, so good job remembering. This is my favorite section. Is it really? Yeah, I like to hear what you guys have been up to. Oh, okay. Well, um, so this week I've actually uh, been up to, it's kind of embarrassing to say, um, I've been watching, binge watching uh, The Flash. I know it sounds really strange. Uh, I went back and started it over because I, I watched up till about season five, then stopped watching, and it's been so long I don't remember what's going on, so I just decided to go back. My little sister actually started watching it, so uh, I went back and I started re-watching it so I could talk to her about it. Um, and then I actually booted up my Xbox because I got a new TV. I mentioned a few weeks ago I got a, a, an OLED TV, but I had yet to actually play my Xbox on it, so I booted up, played a few games last night. Um, and I have still, uh, yet to, uh, really dive into mass effect, but that is on my agenda. Um, watch the first episode of, uh, season two of Ted Lasso. Uh, we'll be talking about that here in a little bit. Um, I've been, uh, I played, I played, oh, I forgot to mention last week. Um, so I have two things. One, uh, I want to wish, uh, Jared, uh, a longtime listener and also a coworker. Uh, happy birthday! Today is his twenty-first birthday, so happy birthday, Jared! Um, and Pretty I drunk. forgot to mention, yeah, happy birthday, twenty-first! <laughs> get get crunk. But anyways, I don't know and why it's I not. Well, I don't want to say his last name, but I goofed his last t- last name last time, didn't I? You you sure did. But um, wrong, yeah, yeah, you Sorry. did. Happy birthday, Jared! Yeah, so I want to wish him happy birthday. Uh, also. Um, he got super upset that when they asked me when we were talking about what we've been up to last week, I forgot to mention that him and I played in a disc golf tournament. And uh, yeah, so we did that last week. So I want to make sure everyone knows that Jared and I played in a disc golf tournament last week together. And Ooh. we did surprisingly well for as little practice as we did. But, you got uh, rained out though, didn't you? No. So we got the first round it? in. We got the first okay. round completely in. Did really We did surprisingly way better than we thought we would. Um, and then the second round came and, uh, we played half of our, uh, half our second round through a monsoon. We played through cause it wasn't <laughs> lightning. It was just like sheets of rain. It was terrible. Yeah. But, but other than that, um, other than that, that's pretty much all I've been up to. So, uh, I'll actually turn it over to Emily. What have you been up to? Oh gosh. Um, well, as from last week, I, I, my, my, uh, my health was for the last couple of weeks was kind of, uh, real crappy um had some issues with getting into some poison ivy all over my legs and uh, i've been going back and forth between urgent care er doctor dermatologist all that stuff um finally went to the dermatologist i have me on um a three-week tapered steroid regimen that i um i'm on i think day three of now um so my emotions are like all kinds of crazy right now um i'm mad one second emotional the next and just i like, is this what being pregnant feels like? Because <laughs> if it is, no thanks. Um, but uh, but I hadn't streamed like hardly at all because uh, at all for those weeks because I you know like I could barely sit in my chair here to you know for even just like an hour I couldn't even sit in the chair but without my like my legs getting all itchy and stuff. So pretty much I um, I did my first stream back in two and a half weeks on uh, Friday. Was it Friday? Or no, yes, Friday. And it was just amazing. It was awesome. Um, you know, you, as a streamer, you have those those fears that people are gonna like forget about you if you ha- take too much time off. And uh, they completely squashed those fears. Uh, I went to go nice. get a, like tea uh, while my starting student admission screen was up. 
And I came back to like a level four hype train. People had gifted subs, people were gifting bits, people were just being so awesome and amazing. Nice. So Make it, it was rain. a great, yeah, it was a great stream back. Um, awesome. You know, it was it was awesome. Um, and I've mainly been playing Borderlands, of course. Um, but uh, I, I'm just I'm hanging in there with some Borderlands until Tribes of Midgard comes out on Tuesday. So excited yeah. for it! I I got the the deluxe edition of that, um, which is. So awesome. You get cats as pets if you pre-order the deluxe edition, which we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about Tribes Midgard later. Um, okay. But yeah, no, that's that's been about it. Just uh, and then Sky. Right on Sky yeah, right on cue. Sky just walks into the picture. Um, but uh, and, out. Yeah, it's just like cute little wiggle butt. Um, but I've been like working on my room, getting my stuff done up and um, and all that stuff in the meantime. Um, but yeah, and, and got two. I got a two camera set up on stream now and it's uh looking looking really good so i'm excited i'm excited for that yeah so awesome. yeah so justin what have you been up to so i also watched uh the premiere of ted lasso which we'll talk about in a little bit emily do you watch that show i don't have apple tv i need to i need to get rid of one of the other things yeah that i, I don't so like i have paramount i have paramount plus i have hulu i have netflix i have disney plus like i have all these things that i like literally don't watch there's a few things i just don't watch I need to get rid of one of them and get Apple TV so that I can watch that because it looks good. It looks really good. Do you do you have a PS5? I'm an Xbox and a PS5. I think Travis said I could do it on my Xbox. Or no, I have uh, a PS4. Well, sorry. No, if you if you download the app on your PS5, they're giving away six months for PS5 users. Oh right dang! Now. Yeah, no, I don't have a PS5. Sadly, I I just oh, have okay. an Xbox. Sorry, gotcha. I said I did, but I have a PS4 and I have a Xbox One X. Gotcha. But what if? But, but my question is, what if somebody with a PS5 theoretically downloads it for you and sets up true. your account so you get six months free and then you just log in from to another device? That's true. You we'll have to figure true. that out because yeah, your boy's we'll, got we'll a PS5. To- We'll have to talk. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so anyway, I watched Ted Lasso, and this has been a very uh, MMORPG heavy week for me. I resubbed to Final Fantasy fourteen, and, but and I'm I'm loving it. Don't get me wrong, but I made the mistake of doing it at the same time uh, that the New World beta started. And have you all uh, heard of New World? That. I have. Yeah, I, pre- I have a pre order, but I've not played it. Um, I highly recommend playing it. Uh, the beta ends. Um, the second. I think the second of August. Yeah, and I am, I'm hooked. Um, a lot of people I know are hooked. Yeah, it's unlike other MMOs. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me, like it's like, um, it takes things from like all the different MMOs in a way, but also yeah. then borrows elements from like games like Rust and Ark, which you know how much I love those games. So right. it really is right up my alley, I feel like. Um, and I'm really having a good time. I'm actually at the point in the beta where I'm like, I don't really want to keep playing it because I just want to play the real thing in August when it comes out. Uh, but yeah, I did jump into Final Fantasy 14 again. Um, been playing some of that. And yeah, I started Arrested Development again. That's That's been my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The reason why I'm not playing New World yet is because I, I obviously like like had my hiatus and so I didn't get really into it all like like right when it first dropped. Yeah. Plus none of your progress carries over to the point. Yeah. So well, that's the only thing. I'm just kinda like, eh, try to make art comes out, I'm just gonna play that. <laughs> yeah. Well I, 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 I can't really say much. It was NDA, but I was in the closed alpha. Mm-hmm. And I will just say I I had written the game off at that point. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, and then I I'd forgot I'd pre-ordered it to get into the closed alpha, so they sent me my beta code. So I was like, okay, I'll download it, and I've been pleasantly surprised. So um, it wasn't even on my radar of something that I wanted until the beta. So yeah. I, yeah, if if we all get it, we need to jump on the same server and join the same faction. Like five players, I'm pretty sure. Five player um, total in a game, um, and. Uh, what was going to say next? It'll come to me. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, Travis. What? Ted Lasso. Let's talk about oh, some I Ted thought Lasso. you were about to ask me what I've been up to. I was like, Justin, we've already been this. Tell, Tell me, me again. again. No, no, no. no. Uh, well, well, speaking of which, yeah. So I've been up to uh, I've been up to Ted Lasso. That's what I've been up to. And I've also been reminded, uh, which, of course, you know, all the new Marvel shows have been weekly episodes, but, you know, going back and binge watching the first season of Ted Lasso to get ready for the second season, I'm reminded how sad I get every week that I have to wait. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were about to play that scene from the first <laughs> no, episode. No, uh, that's just the trailer. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Ted Lasso um, season two premiere. Uh, I was kind of nervous because you know the season uh, season one set the bar really high for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, three minutes into the <laughs> three minutes into this uh, first episode, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> yep. Um, it may, so there's another character on the show, if you're not familiar with it, named Danny Rojas, and he's probably just as optimistic as Ted Lasso. And something happens. Something, something tragic happens uh, during a game. Uh, and it, I don't know, we can spoil it, I guess. It's not a big deal. He kills a dog by accident. Not, not only a dog, but it's the team's mascot. It's, it's a penalty kick, and the dog gets loose. It's actually. Uh, oh, we that's saw, it? it we saw this right here, right here. It's this penalty kick, except whenever the ball, whenever everyone does that, he just obliterates that dog. So essentially, what's happening is the dog is chasing a bird. Yeah. And oh, it yeah. jumps up to grab the bird. And as it's flying through the air to grab the bird, the ball just pings the dog. And uh, the name of the episode is Goodbye Earl, which Earl is the name of the dog, which is yeah. the mascot for the team. And oh, uh, needless to say, it starts off season two with the bang. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, Travis, you know, season one did set the bar so high and I was, um, I was cautious, I guess, going into this one thinking that, you know, can they, uh, can they do it twice? Um, and yeah, I feel like they did. Uh, Kayla actually, uh, when it was over, she didn't really enjoy it as much as the first season. Hopefully, you know, I think there's like nine more episodes to change her mind on that, but, um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just as good as the first season. Uh, that charm, great character development. I mean, I'm loving Roy Kent's storyline so far this season. Yeah, which yeah. we're only you know one episode in, but I'm loving that he's like having uh, so or reality TV wine nights with old ladies. Yeah, he kind of reminds me. Uh, well, he doesn't remind me of this character, but it kind of reminds me when I watched the first season of Ted Lasso. It reminded me of when I watched Lost and. I hated Sawyer in the very beginning of the show, but by the end of the show, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I feel the same way about Roy at the very beginning. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. This guy's an asshole. But by the end of season one, I was, I was like in his corner. I was like, Roy's the man. And then carrying over to season two, Roy just continues to be the man. Uh, When he's giving, um, I can't remember uh, the club owner's name. I can't remember her name. Do you remember her name? Uh, no, I can't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she's basically it's... like going on a date with this guy and, uh, Rebecca. they want to, yeah, Rebecca, they want to know, like, uh, they go on a double date and at the end of the date, uh, the date leaves and they want to know like what their opinion is of, of this guy. And, and the girlfriend is like, um, Oh, he's okay. He's nice. He's fine. And then Roy just like gives it to her straight. And it's like, he's an asshole about it, but he's also being like really nice. And like, you know what I mean, Justin? It's like that. Like it's, I just like his character's dynamic. And I also like the fact that he is coaching after he's retired, he's now coaching a, uh, a little girl's uh, soccer <laughs> Under team. Nine. Under yeah, nine. And, and he, said, yeah. And he, and he calls all those kids little pricks. And then that parent yeah. comes up and says, you can't call them little pricks, even if they are being little pricks, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> funny. But, uh, but yeah, Emily, I would definitely recommend if, uh, if you get a chance, watch first season, especially since season two is just starting. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm excited for what the rest of the season has for sure. So, yeah. All right. Um, so Emily, Travis, did you watch – I did, did not watch, watch. I did not watch Dexter. So if you and Emily watched it, you guys will probably be in this conversation. You've watched it, right, Emily? I I have watched most of it. Um, the ending got ruined for me um, uh-huh. as I was watching it, so I never fully finished it. But I got I I understood like I know like how like the gist of it and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you yeah. know that it was one of the worst endings in television yes. history? Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. that's why I didn't finish it because I was like, I am yeah. not watching the rest of this. Because I think I had like a couple seasons left. I was like, there's no way I'm watching this if that's how it's gonna end. How how so. far did you get? Do you think? Oh gosh, um, the last season is just don't even watch it. Right? Don't even yeah. Watch it. Um, I think I've gotten to how many how many seasons were there? What eight? Nine? I'll look it up while you guys are talking. Yeah, I think there like were eight, eight or nine. So I think I was into like season five or something like that. Okay. Maybe oh, that was a good six. one. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got angry because it was such a good season. And then and they were yeah. just like, oh, we're going to end it this way. And I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah. So, but this looks good. This looks like, because it's like 10 years into the future. I read yeah. up on it. It's 10 years into the future. Um, and they've done a few of like the teaser trailers and stuff that you see here. And um, there's one, like a bunch of few little short snippets of like him looking, uh, him popping up in the window. And, but you can see the reflection of somebody wrapped in plastic in the window. Yeah. Um, so it looks, it looks like it's going to be really good. I'm excited. Yeah. I like how they're, that he's going by the alias Jim Lindsay. I, I'm assuming that's an homage to the author and creator of Dexter, Jeff yeah. Lindsay, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So you actually sent this to me. I didn't know this was out. You sent it earlier mm -hmm. in our group I text. Did. Comes out November 7th on Showtime. It does have a subtitle to it, which I don't know. Are they treating it like it's a spinoff show or is it just something maybe to let people know that, hey, this is different from the crap we put out 10 years ago? Please right. watch. I wonder if he had a kid. He has in one in the show. Right. He has one in the show. One? Yeah. But then he has like a new love interest in this, it seems like. Yeah. So I wonder if he like start over, he started a new life. He got married. Maybe he, you know, he, you know, had another kid and you know, 10 years down the road, this kid's having, you know, the same, the you know, issues that he had, you know, back when he was a kid. So I'm wondering if the new blood title is something along those lines, like he's teaching his be. son how to control it. So, um, be, and they're bred, a few of them are, there's a few people reprising their roles via flashbacks. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know that they said that, uh, John Lithgow is going to be coming mm -hmm. back and I think yeah. Jennifer Carpenter as well. Yes. Um, there's eight seasons by the way, and this will be season nine. Yes. Okay. We're calling you. this the revival season. It's gonna be ten episodes. Are they are they planning on doing any more after this? Do we know? I say if it does well, they probably would. So I do they know, know that, how it ends. Yeah, I do <laughs> know years and years ago when the show was coming to an end, the head of Showtime basically said that uh Dexter is to us what Batman is to Warner Brothers. Yeah. So of course there's gonna be more Dexter. So I, I do think that that statement alone would kind of imply that we'll get something, um, another show or a movie. I think Dexter would actually work really well as a movie. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I know that the last season really sucked, but I'm foolish and stubborn. And I can't wait to watch this one. So Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Did any of you watch or follow EA Play 2021? Uh, no, I did not, but I would love to hear what you have to say. When was that? That was like a few days ago. Thursday. It was Thursday. Um, if I'm being honest, all of it didn't really appeal to me. I'm not an Apex Legends fan. Are you, Emily? I've, I've played it in the past, but it wasn't like something that I was really good at. Yeah. Um, I never really had teams that I played with. Um, and it just, it was, it was a fun game, but it, it kind of got old real quick. Kind of like Fortnite. You know, kind of like Fortnite at the beginning was like really good. And then it kind of got old real quick because they kept doing all these really crazy, weird things with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a super huge fan of EA. Never really have been. Um, but I mean, Battlefield, though. I like the Battlefield. Ba the Battlefield. So they did announce. So they announced a new thing for Apex Legends. They announced the new season of Knockout City, which is going to have a movie theme. Did you guys play Knockout City? It was pretty fun. That's a dog that's one, right? Yeah. I yeah, didn't I, play I, I played I played a handful of games and it was interesting. Yeah, I actually I, I had a good time with it. Uh, Grid Legends, which didn't really appeal to me. Uh, Codemasters and EA are making that one. Lost in Random, which looked, I mean, just okay. I'm I'm really only following EA for like Mass Effect, Dragon Age. Um, yeah, some of the sports games that I like to play. That's pretty much it for them. <laughs> uh, but, and Battlefield, but they did show Battlefield 2042 and Battlefield Portal. Um, so did you guys look at Battlefield Portal? Did you see the trailer for that one? Uh, um, no. Is it? Is it? Uh, it's like set in. It's kind of like it jumps around in time, doesn't it? It's it's like a it's like a multiplayer game mode where you can mix and match game modes, weapons, factions, ah. vehicles, everything across the entire Battlefield universe, kind of. So I know like there's a Battlefield subreddit I was looking at, and um, they were coming up like I'm gonna have like ten fully armed World War II soldiers go against fifty unarmed like future mech troopers or something crazy so you can kind of make all these weird scenarios the trailer was really cool it had like a, a like a hint uh, like, a, like a an easter egg for a uh, bad company which was really nice because i think that's really the only game anybody really wants from them at this point is battlefield bad company yeah but uh that looked cool 
but the big thing that came in was the reveal of Dead Space, uh, which is going to be a Dead Space remake. Um, I don't know yeah. all the details on this one. I actually never played Dead Space. Did you? Yeah. I, I, I got scared in like the first, first like 15 minutes, and I was like, nope, 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 and I quit. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I actually played it. It plays very much like a survival horror uh, game. Uh, even though it's like set in space and kind of set in the future, it it, it plays like a survival horror game. It kind of has. Um, did you all ever play Alien Isolation? Yes. Another it kinda, one that I tried. <laughs> it <laughs> kind of, yeah, it kind of has that feel to it, where it's like you like you get those feelings, like you're being watched and you're hearing noises and there's jump scares and it, it's really cool. Uh, so I'm excited that they're um, they're remaking this. Um, and it's going to be obviously for next gen and stuff too. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, they did say there will be no microtransactions, which is something that happened with Dead Space 3 that really turned the community off. Yeah. Um, but it looks like uh, we won't even see gameplay until 2022. So it looks like it's pretty far away. Yeah. I was really hoping that um, uh, with, EA, with EA Play, we would um, hear something about the new Dragon Age because they did confirm they're working on a new Dragon Age, right? We just haven't yeah. really seen anything about it. Yeah, and they did show off another game that's kind of people been waiting for, Skate 4. They showed off like a behind-the-scenes like studio uh, thing for that one. Um, and then you know they still have Mass Effect 4 in development. I mean, they have a lot of uh, what should be quality games uh, coming out you know, in the next about three, four years, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age 4, uh, this is from VentureBeat. It's on track to be um, released in 2023 at the moment. So Battlefield Portal gave me vibes of like Halo's fam, like not Foundry. What would they call it? Was it Forge? Was that, uh, Forge. Yes, thank you. Um, it kind of gave me like so. Do, can you make your own maps? Can you like? Uh, is that yeah. what it is? Because it kind of like what I a little bit of what I saw. It kind of made me feel like you could just throw sh- just all this crap in in and around and and just play the however you wanted. So I was wondering if it was kind of like Forge and, and Halo. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I took it more as just scenario based, but okay. it's possible that you can make your own map or maybe adjust certain things on the map. Um, let's see here. Uh, Battlefield Portal uh, will allow you to play cr- and create custom Battlefield modes using maps and guns from 2042, Battlefield 1942, Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. Um, let's see here. It isn't a spatial map editor. Uh, these are not full mod tools, so no. Uh, but maybe that's something they could think about uh, later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think if the 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 mode becomes popular, I definitely think it's something maybe they can build on. I know that um, I know that a lot of people. I know it's a different company, but I know that uh, the map editor for um, Hey, it's your boy Cortland. <laughs> um, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know the map editor for Far Cry is like huge, and the community loves it. Which obviously, I know it's a completely different company, but I think if uh, the community gets behind it and they start creating some really cool stuff, then you know, possibly. I think that Battlefield Six is going to have a map editor. It better or Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six. Sorry. Yeah, they're going away from that probably because the hot water they got in with the uh, gold. Nah, no. Yeah, it says Far Cry Six will not feature arcade mode or a map editor. Just um, a bummer. Yeah, one thing, uh, Justin, I, I know we don't have it in the notes, but uh, one of the things that I want to talk about um, real quick before we uh, before we move on is, um, and I'm not going to be able to obviously, I don't think, share my screen because I'm doing it on a different device, but uh, I want to talk about, um, last week we mentioned Ubisoft's um, X Defiant, uh, their, their game reveal, yeah. and I know we said that we would bring it up uh, this week. Uh, you actually watched the reveal, right? Uh, yeah. And what do you think? Um, it's their free to play game, right? Yeah, it like the gunplay looked all right, like it looked decent, um, but the game itself just kind of looks. Um, like I was going to pull grab. up a trailer, but because I'm doing it on a computer, I haven't shared it with before. It wants me to like restart, restart, and I can't obviously do that. But uh, we got time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like so. I feel like the the gunplay is. It's division gunplay, but in first person. That's, oh, is that how what they it, said? that's how it felt to me. Okay. When I watched the the little bit of like gameplay that I watched of it, it kind of felt like 
if you took division two, division, division two, and put it into first person view instead of third person view, okay. that's what the gunplay felt like and looked like to me. Um, and it had like, I think it's gonna have like different game modes, um, if I'm not mistaken, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be just their answer to a free to play game. Cause everyone has one now, right? We've right. got, yeah. you know, every, every, every company is doing free to play games, Apex Legends and, and Ubisoft and, and, and they're supporting uh, them you know, too. That's Epic, the big thing. So. Yeah, and like and content. yeah, and I'm sure that they're going to do microtransactions because it's since it's free to play, they have to make their money somehow. So they're going to do microtransactions, and and um, you know what, I I will give it a go, mm -hmm. but it's not one of those things that like if I play like a stream worth of it and I'm just like not feeling it, I probably won't play it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Um, I was just gonna say so. Uh, it's going to feature uh, 6v6 arena battles and the objective-based uh, game modes like Team Deathmatch, Domination, and Escort. Um, also, at launch, they're going to have four factions. One is the Wolves, which is from Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. One is the Echelon, which is from Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Um, and then Outcasts and Cleaners, which is from Tom Clancy's The Division. So it looks like they're pulling from franchises to create content for this game as far as that goes. Uh, I would much rather just have a new Splinter Cell game. That'd be great. Um, yeah, yeah. But you, but you know, yeah. yeah. The, clean, uh, the cleaner oh, stuff in Division is awesome. Yes, it is. I remember, I remember the cleaner stuff in Division. It was great. Um, yeah. So Cortland threw up a comment. He said Division gunplay would be nice in a battle royale setting. Mm -hmm. Cortland, I think we might be getting that with Division Heartland. Um, it's actually a free-to-play Division game that was in alpha testing um, back in May, April, May, and I know that there was a pretty significant. Uh, leak of that um and if you look hard enough on the internet you can probably find it but from what people said it was a battle royale so uh yeah. that would be cool i'm surprised if they would the do that division. and this though that, yeah, that kind of surprises me because that feels it, it would you think it would be like almost very similar and they would just be competing against each other and you wouldn't want that yeah um that, that, that may be a, a weird move yeah, uh, which I don't know how far away either one of these games are. Mm -hmm. um, I'm way more interested in what I saw for the Division one than I am X Defiant, though. Mm -hmm. I can say that. So, yeah. Um, if I if I happen to find that information, which I may have somewhere, I'll I'll, I'll share it with you guys. Yeah, I need to see that. I haven't heard anything about the Division Heartland stuff. Yeah, so. yeah that sounds dope. Yep. All right, Emily. Cool. I think yeah. you would like to discuss a game that we talked about last week, Travis yes. Midgard. Tribes of Midgard. I'm so excited for this, Tribes of Midgard. Um, I've learned a lot of new stuff about the game here um, just in the last couple of days. Um, I didn't really, like, there wasn't, a, there was a lot of information out there, but there wasn't, like, a whole lot of, like, easily found information in the game. But um, there is a few things that are really cool about what what um, Norsefell and Gearbox is doing with Tribes of Midgard. There's a program called the Midgardian program. And what it is, is it's a free to sign up. Um, anybody can sign up at any point, um, even after the game launches. And what it entails is it's almost like a loyalty program mixed with a, you know, you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back type thing. So if you, they have quests every week and you will be able to complete these quests, which is maybe sharing something on social media, um, or maybe just, you know, uh, you know, making a YouTube video of it, or if you're a content creator or doing, um, something like on all the different social media platforms. Um, but, uh, you have to, you know, stay active in the program. So it's not one of those things where like you just get accepted in the program and then you're, you're always in it. You have to, uh, actually do the quest weekly. If you don't do the quest, um, for three weeks, then, then you're out of the program. Um, but it's it's not one of those things where there you have to have a huge following on on you know Twitter or Twitch or YouTube to be part of it. There's been plenty of people that don't stream that are actually being accepted into it. Um, I applied for it. I didn't know about it until a couple of days ago, um, so I applied pretty late to it. But fingers crossed, um, I get in it as well. But it is so it is a roguelike Tribes of Midgard. It is a different type of roguelike though because. What it entails is normal roguelikes, you die, you die, you're done, you go back to the beginning and you have to start all over again, right? Well, with this, you can die, but you can revive as long as your tree in the center of your town is still alive. So essentially you're obviously as you can see in the video here, you're you're 
building your walls, you're protecting your tree, the tree of life in the center of your village. Now, if the giant that you see here is, you know, gets to your village and destroys your tree, then your world is done. It is completely over. You do not get to go back to that world. You have to start over again. Um, the maps are going to be procedurally generated. So it's one of those things where you are not going to really know where to go each time. You're, there's, so there's going to be a ton of exploring in this game. Um, the Obviously, the environment looks absolutely beautiful. Um, and I love procedurally generated games. I think that they're some of my favorite types of games because it's something new every time. It's a new experience every time. Um, there's crafting. There's going to be crafting in the game. Um, you're going to be able to craft your, I believe, your armor. But most importantly, you're going to be able to craft your weapons. And the thing about crafting with your like your weapons and stuff, you want to craft based on what giant that you have in your world and that's coming for your tree. So as you saw in there, there was a dark giant. Um, she had the portals. There was a fire giant with a sword. There was a ice giant. And then there was a, uh, a tornado giant. <laughs> um, and each one of those giants do have um, things that they are susceptible to. So they have weaknesses. So, you know, the ice giant um, is susceptible to fire and the fire giant is susceptible to ice and the dark is susceptible to lightning and the the storm giant is, is uh, dark. So you, you have to go out and scout in your world. You have to go find resources to build your, your, you know, your defenses and your weapons. So while you're out, if you find one of these giants, you, you can scout it, you can see what its weaknesses are and you can see what its trajectory is going to be. Um, and they even did something, they posted on Twitter um, and there was an article about like, these are the first four giants that we're going to get, like when the game first comes out, but these aren't all the giants we're going to get. But they also gave us like tips and tricks on how to defeat them. So the one thing that I thought was really cool was um, the tornado, the storm giant. Um, they said, if you get that one, you actually want to take it down to half health before it gets to your defenses. So, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then like the, and then I think they said the dark giant, they actually had this bug when they were making the game that caused something with its, with its little minions to spawn and they ended up leaving it in the game, which was pretty cool. Yeah, um, cool. I, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. Um, but honestly, I think this is a game that people are sleeping on and I think that people need to not sleep on it because it's in my opinion, is going to be like, you know, a lot of people are comparing it to Valheim um, and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be more interesting and more crazy and more fun. Um, you have 10 people, 10 player co-op, which is yeah. crazy. Um, you're going to start out with two classes, if I'm not mistaken, warrior and a berserker, I think. Um, and then um, each time you there's there's uh there's gonna be like i think eight classes and each class has you have to do something with the sagas um with teammates and with people to be able to unlock those other uh classes so there's gonna be like healer classes there's gonna be tank classes you need range classes all that stuff so um it's gonna be dope and i'm, I'm super excited <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very excited about this game as well um i just the 10 player co-op without crossplay makes me anxious though i know ps4 and ps5 can cross play yeah but yeah. pc and ps4 ps5 can't cross play yeah i wish that, i hope that they add that because i think getting a 10 player group will be next yeah. to impossible if they don't for like yeah. just the casual mm -hmm. gamer well, you know that's the thing though you don't have to yeah. um it is a drop-in drop-out co-op type game just yeah. like borderlands is and the more people you have obviously the harder the enemies are going to be so, you know, because you have more people in there and you have more power in there. So yeah. if you just want to do it solo, you can do it solo. Or if you want to do it with two people, four people, five people, it's not a big deal. You're still going to be able to to do the same thing that a 10-player group would do. It's obviously just going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and you retain a lot of – you do retain stuff when um, – even if your, your tree dies. I think you retain uh, some resources, um, just things that you learn. So the – so as you go through, yeah, you might die after, you know, 15, 20 minutes or your tree might die after 15, 20 minutes. And then at that point you, but you get to retain anything 
um, that you've learned. And so when you start up with that character again, you already know these things. And then that gives you the ability to, you know, go further, longer and, and stuff like that. So what are you, uh, what are you picking this up on Emily? PC. 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 It was on steam. Um, and it's only, um, I believe it's like their deluxe edition. If I'm not mistaken, it's like 30 bucks. Um, it's not, oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually, um, opening steam cause I'm, I'm, I don't want to be like wrong on that. Um, no, you're right. It's 30 uh, for deluxe for standard. I didn't know it was that cheap. I thought it was like a full, like, nope. Yep. And seasonal events. There's They've already have a roadmap of four different, I think four different seasonal events. The first one's the, um, season of the wolf and, um, you pretty much, or the saga is what they're calling them. Saga of the wolf. And each season has its own like quest and things that you got to do. Um, okay. And it's all free, all free updates. Um, so once you buy the game, everything that comes out afterwards will be free. So. Yeah. I think with, uh, with the company such as gearbox behind this game, cause we mm-hmm. know obviously how much content they pour into the borderlands games and how long they support those games after launch. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited for the stuff that they're going to bring to this game because a lot of times when you get games like this, I know uh, Blizzard's really good ab- about supporting games like Diablo and stuff like that, even still to this day. However, um, you know, I think Gearbox is going to continue to add like, you know, new classes and the amount of content that they'll continue to bring to this game, I think, is really what's going to make this game special. Yeah. And the fact that it's a 10 player co op game. Um, after we had had our conversation uh, after our episode last week, uh, I immediately went and started watching a bunch of videos on this game just to familiarize myself because I didn't know about it until you had brought it up on the show and just looking at the gameplay and stuff. It was a little different than I'm pictured in my mind as far as I, I expect it to be more like Diablo than it was. It's like a mixture of a bunch of types of games together, yeah. like Diablo style and like uh, Van Helm and also like... Um, which one, Travis? I, I meant to say Belmheim is what I meant to say. <laughs> you you wouldn't let it slide, but thank you. I can't. Um, I can't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, in the crafting, it's just like they they pulled a lot of elements from a bunch of different games, and it looks really really cool. So, and I think really you get to kind of pick the the difficulty that you want to play at because can't you do like survival like mode, or if you're yeah. like more interested in just doing more like adventure style, you can do that too. Yeah, there is a survival which is solo, um, which yeah. makes it a little bit easier um, yeah, if yeah. you if you're just a casual player. Um, and then, then there's the saga modes, um, and then the tip player co-op. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's a play style for everyone with this game, which I think is awesome. Um, I, I, there's a lot of games out there that only cater to one or the other. Um, and this, I think will cater to a little bit of everybody, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, and the, the, about the mid guardian program that I brought up in the, the beginning um they'll like actually you get like it's like like i said it's a loyalty thing too so you'll get like cosmetics and stuff like that that maybe you know you'll get if you complete your quest and stuff so um i think it's i think it's going to be a really really awesome game um strike me down if i'm wrong but uh but i don't think anybody needs to sleep on this game i think uh especially for the price that it is if you absolutely hate it 20 you've wasted 20 dollars and that's Not, it. And yeah. you probably you're going to get $20 worth of play out of it, at least. Well, not only that, but you also have Steam's yeah. return policy. If you absolutely hate it yeah. and you played less yeah. than two hours and less than a yeah. week, I mean, you know, yeah. you can always return it. But I have Very a feeling true. But I have a feeling that uh, most people that play this, if you're into that style of game, now obviously yeah. if you don't know if you like the top-down dungeon crawler survival type games, then you might not right. like it, but... I think as yeah. long as you like games that are already in that wheelhouse, I think you'll probably walk away pretty, pretty yeah. excited. Yeah. That, so. that always makes me angry when people pick up a game and they look at it and they go, I'll just try it. But then they hate those types of games and then they leave bad reviews or they, they say it's a bad game. And I'm like, well, why is it a bad game? Well, I don't like that type of game. Well then why did you buy it? <laughs> people did yeah, that exactly. with Biomutant. People did that with Biomutant and it made me so angry because I loved Biomutant. I thought it was really, really good. I love the style of Biomutant. And I actually left a Steam review on it. And I said, I was like, if you love open world RPG crafting system, uh hack and slash mixed with uh, the bullet time shooting type style games, like then you're gonna love this game. But if you hate any of that, then don't buy it. <laughs> and like people yeah. were like, thanks for this review. And I'm like, you're welcome. I mean, it's just my honest opinion. Like don't buy a game or or leave a nasty review, especially if you got it for free. 
that was the big thing with Biomutant. Lots of people got that game for free. And then they gave such a, a like a like an awful review on it. And I'm like, I'm like, that's fine if you didn't like it, but also say that maybe you don't like those types of games in the first place, type thing. So oh Portland. like Anthem is a great Court- game that I got a lot of Portland, hate. Yeah. He loves Anthem. Really? Yes. I mean yeah. Anthem, I think Anthem could have done better. Oh yeah. Like they definitely could have supported that game way, way better than they did. I played the beta and then canceled my pre-order on that game, though. Yeah. Um, I didn't cancel my pre-order, which I, I bet you wish you would have. Yeah. Um, which is funny because the new Avengers game that came out from Square Enix is basically just a more fleshed out anthem. Yeah. Like yeah. Game, I mean, it is. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, speak, so speaking of Steam, uh, does anybody have anything else about Trials of Midgard before we move on? Nope. No. think of tribes sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah okay i think i've but, made that mistake before too <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh so speaking of steam so uh because we we're talking about steam um i want to make a couple points about uh steam deck so i know we talked about it last week but there's a couple things that had came out that i just wanted to mention it wasn't in our show notes but it was some stuff that that i had seen uh that i thought was interesting i thought it was worth mentioning um so there's talks that uh the steam deck may also play uh cartridge style games based off like an sd card um kind of like almost like the uh almost like the switch would mm-hmm. uh which i thought was which i thought was interesting but it also i feel like goes against uh I feel like it goes against the steam ecosystem at that point you know what i mean um but i guess for people that have problems with like you know crappy internet things like that or if you have problems with storage it might be a good solution um but i thought that was pretty interesting um so that's one point the other one was there was concerns about like the performance of games running on this thing. And a lot of people were concerned about how many like frames per second, most games would run and things like that. And the, um, basically the, the, uh, the CEO of uh, valve came out and said that 30, uh, frames per second was the bottom floor of what they wanted to be able to run. So it'll at least run at 30, if not higher. So you shouldn't have any, uh, concerns in that regard. Um, and then also, uh, to follow up on a comment that Emily had made, uh, last week, because it has been a concern about being able to play online games uh, with software that uses anti-cheat system uh, Mm -hmm. stuff. So they came out and said, Valve has said that they haven't found a single game that won't run on the Steam Deck because of that software. Oh, so I, okay. And I was watching a video after after we had gotten off the podcast because I started going down a rabbit hole about uh, mm-hmm. Tribes of Midgard and also the Steam Deck. And he had, he had said that they were working closely with developers um, specifically around that. So the games that um, you know people want to be able to play and enjoy online using the Steam Deck would be able to work uh, even though they had that software. And they said, as of right now, they haven't found an online game that will not run because of that software. So not I just good. wanted to... Kind of give an update on that as well, because I know that um, uh, Dead by Daylight is a big one that people like to play, and I know that was one of the games that they were kind of concerned about. Uh, but yeah, so you know, it'll be able to play online out of the issue. There's a cat butt right there. <laughs> Thanks. You couldn't know you couldn't have waited until the show was over to get all up in my grill. But anyways, that's the only thing that I wanted to add. Uh, it looks like Cortland says Die Hard. All my friends left me in that game. I assume he's still talking about Anthem. Right? Anthem, yeah. yeah, he's really upset about <laughs> Anthem. He really, really likes Anthem. Bye, yeah. Cortland. It's not I can't happen, tell. Man. I can't tell if he's trolled. He's being serious. No, he genuinely loves Anthem. Yeah. And if you <laughs> ask him, and I, don't get me wrong, Cortland's a great guy, but he thinks Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Well, I mean, I mean it's good. It is- it is one of the better ones, and it's better than Solo. But it's not number one. That's Empire. Okay. Well, we won't. We won't Sorry. get into that. Right, this said, is yeah, the we're rest considering of the whole whole aspect of of Star Wars, then then yeah, no. Yeah, no. All right, bud. <laughs> All right, bud. Well, so he's never gonna time. listen again. He hates us. He hates me. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get into uh, everyone's favorite segment: the pick of the week. Pick of the week. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with uh, Emily. What's your pick of the week? So, um, like I said, I didn't start doing really much of anything until the end of the week. I've been playing Borderlands, but I will say this. Um, Jesse and I have been rewatching Game of Thrones. I think I might have mentioned it last, last week, but um, I, so I watched Game of Thrones the whole way, like through from beginning to, to end and haven't really watched it since the last season 
was like the last, you know, season with Daenerys and burning everybody alive and all that fun stuff. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Um, and I haven't finished it. Um, but it's not that big of a spoiler alert. But it's, but I've been it's, just but yeah. too. I don't care. So, Justin, you've had time. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. had time. Um, so, so that last season, a lot of people hated, and I and I wasn't very keen on how it ended either. But I'm now we're going back through and we're watching it, and I look at Justin. And I'm like, I understand why she did this in the end. Like, every, like you don't really get it and understand until you go back and rewatch everything all together and actually see like how much crap she went through and like literally like everything that happened to her pretty much just led up to her. I don't blame her. I don't blame her for burning everybody alive. I, I don't do it. I, I don't blame her. I think she was in the right at that point. Uh, should, 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 you know, should it, what happened to her at the end happened to her? Uh, I don't know. I, I still would have rather it been a little bit different ending, but, um, but I actually, we've been, we've been rewatching that and it's been, it's been really good. And, um, you know, we've been watching it, you know, before, uh, like, you know, just while we're eating or whatever, just have it on in the background. But, uh, but yeah, so that's my pick of the week. It's an old pick, but it's a, but it's a goodie. It's a goodie. I recommend for anybody that who disliked the last season has been watching it from the very beginning to go back through and watch it all again. And you might have a different outlook on how this show ended. Okay. Travis, what is your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is actually a, um, it's actually a podcast. Uh, it's, uh, I finally, um, took Terry's advice and started, uh, listening to the, um, Shoot, now the name has left me. It's so good, I forgot <laughs> about it. It's the one that he's been talking about that that uh, talk about movies every week. Yeah, uh, Raiders of the Lost podcast, maybe I think is what it's called. Possibly. I think that's what it was, Terry. If I'm uh, if I'm mistaken, I'm sorry, but uh, but I started listening to that. Um, they actually did an episode of like top hundred movies of all time in like no particular mm-hmm. order, uh, and I actually listened to that episode recently, and uh, it was really good, and uh, I'm excited to continue to listen to that. Um, I haven't listened to a whole lot of podcasts here lately, so it's been nice to have something new to listen to. I, I was listening a lot to uh, last podcast on the left, but I haven't listened to that in a while, so I was looking for a new podcast to listen to. And stumbled you, said you, on the to, oh, you said you listened to Smartless, right? What is it? Did you listen to Smartless? Didn't you try that one? Uh, no, I have no idea what you're referring to. Or maybe it was – oh, Terry's the one that listens to it. Never mind. Terry listens to it, not you. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, well, maybe I will now that you've told me about it. But yeah, that's uh, and I also still need to watch whatever um, uh, one of our listeners, Justin, keeps asking about the new um, scary movies on Netflix. Uh, I have not watched any of those. Fear Street. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I still need to. I still need to watch that Wes Anderson movie too. I still have yet to do it. I need to. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. But other than that, that's uh, that's my pick of the week. What about you, Justin? Uh, so my pick is uh, the New World Beta. Yeah, yeah. Not even it. Ted Lasso. That's, no, I, well, I'd already made up my mind on this one because I was like, Travis is going to take Ted Lasso. I specifically didn't because I didn't want to steal yours. I thought that'd be uh, it. See, this is what happens when we don't communicate beforehand. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The New World Beta is like, uh, it's just really good. Um, and like I said earlier in the show, it borrows a lot from MMOs. It borrows a lot of my favorite features from MMOs, and it takes some from the uh, survival crafting games that I like. And it's it, like kind of meshes them all together into a really neat idea. And whether, I mean, obviously with MMOs, who knows uh, with uh, in-game content and stuff like that. But right now I'm having a good time looking forward to release. How oh. does it feel pretty polished at this point? Cause I, oh, I yeah. played alpha and it was real rough. Alpha was a mess. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Was, uh, it, I was talking to someone who's been playing it and they said that um, that cat is just in love froze. with the camera. Um, <laughs> but, so, the big thing is, is they're doing updates, taking servers down and doing updates every single yep. night. That was what I was going to say earlier, and I forgot. That is a big, big thing because a lot of companies that do betas, they just write everything down, and then they do this huge patch right before it releases, and then everything's broken when it releases. So yep. the fact that they're doing these patches every single night, that's making the game better, and it's going to make it even better when it releases. So I yep. love that, and I'm excited for when it actually does release. And like the comp, so for instance, Trevor, the combat in this game, it's not like your typical MMO where you just click like one 
seven, four, and like use a hot bar. Yeah. Right? You do have three attacks assigned to a hot bar, but basically it's an action game where like you click to shoot or swipe your sword. You actually have to aim your gun. If you have an O, a, a, a bow, wow, I had a stroke. If you have a bow, <laughs> you actually have to like click the right uh, mouse button to pull, to pull your, yeah. It's just like a game, like any other game. It, actually, I'm going to get roasted for saying this. It feels like um, a watered down, like the gameplay, a watered down version of The Witcher. Really? Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. But well, that's my pick. Are the graphics good? That's all I care about. Yeah. They're pretty just good. Just kidding. All right. Well, cool. Well, Justin, why don't you take us home, bro Ham? All right. This has been episode 113 of Nerds with Mike's. Please. Please like, subscribe, share, follow, leave a review. Uh, you can tune in Sundays at 8.30 uh, live or check us out uh, an hour or so after the show airs, <laughs> that cat, uh, on your favorite podcasting app. And until then, we'll hey, see you. Question. Oh, nope. God. Time. I was about to close it out. I know. I wanted to give I wanted to give Emily a second before we close out to uh, let our listeners know where they can find you, uh, what your schedule is for streaming, things like yeah. that. Yeah, well, um, my schedule is Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Mondays and Tuesdays, I try to do a little bit earlier streams, um, like uh, like any time between you know noon and 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 six of a start time. I really I'm really bad at start like having a set start time, so forgive me. But I will be live those days. Um, Tuesday is when my, uh, Tribes of Midgard drops, and I will be doing that. That goes live. The servers go live on PC at I believe noon. Um, Eastern. So I will be live doing that maybe shortly after that. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, th- Thursdays um, are like an evening stream. And then Fridays and Saturdays, I usually do late streams for like my English and, and uh, European uh, viewers and stuff like that. But uh, I'm on, as you can see, the link below twitch.tv uh, forward slash Mystique Siren. And, um, and then on Twitter, I always post an overgo live and all that, all that jazz. Um, but yeah, but yeah, if you want to see some tribes of Midgard, uh, gameplay Tuesday, it's going to be awesome. So, and I'll be playing with lots of people. (laughs) Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.